showing you actually the latest satellite picture of now it's time to focus on an underreported global topic. Everyone realizes that women's rights and gender are much discussed nowadays. We've all heard about the Me Too movement and the payment gap, for instance. Slow News reporters Cecia Regi and Jacinta Molina took a different but very important approach to the matter, gender violence and femicide in Latin America. Let's listen to their report. After we met, it was really nice with my husband at first. But two months into our relationship, he started hitting me. Then it became part of everyday life. For him, it was normal to beat his wife. That was Karina Abregu from Argentina, a survivor of domestic violence by her ex-husband. She went to the police 15 times, but nothing happened. He was arrested only when she almost died. Her story is not very different from those of thousands of other women across the continent. Last November, the United Nations stressed that Latin America and the Caribbean is the most violent region in the world for women. According to a small armed survey conducted in 2016, among the 25 countries with the highest rates of femicide in the world, 14 are from Latin America and the Caribbean. Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala are the countries of the region with the most dramatic data, followed by Mexico. But before we dig into that, let's explain what the term femicide refers to. There are many ways in which gender violence is conducted, and femicide is at the end of the spectrum. The term was coined by feminist author Diana Russell in 1976. According to the World Health Organization, it is generally understood to involve intentional murder of women because of their sex, just because they are women, and is usually perpetrated by men. Many cases of femicide are committed by partners or ex-partners. According to the United Nations organization UN Women, Latin America started paying attention to femicide ever since the Juarez murders began in the 90s. In the Mexican border town of Juarez, an unprecedented number of women were killed with bodies showing clear signs of torture. Such was a wake-up call for the rest of the countries in the region that started looking into the systematic killing of women. Do you know what femicide is? Yes, femicide is the act of killing a woman because she's a woman. Yes, Latin America is more dangerous than other countries because of machismo. But despite the growing attention over the last few years, the problem did not disappear. In 2017, it was estimated that at least 12 women died each day in Latin America and the Caribbean for the single fact of being a woman. 524 women were killed in El Salvador in 2016, which means one every 16 hours. El Salvador is the most violent country in the region with over 5,000 homicides in one year. With those high numbers, the death of some women means nothing to the country, a newspaper published. On June 3, 2015, thousands of women gathered in Plaza del Congreso in Buenos Aires, the capital city of Argentina, and protested against femicide and gender violence. The movement called Ni Una Menos, which means no one less, it was created by a group of journalists, activists and artists, but it took no time for society to take over and it became a collective campaign. They defined themselves as a collective cry against machismo violence. That same month, the march was replicated in Santiago, Chile and Montevideo, Uruguay. Two years later, 
the movement gained international momentum with street demonstrations also taking place in Peru, Bolivia, Paraguay, El Salvador, Guatemala, Mexico, and Spain. France 24 English interviewed Jimena Tinka, one of the founders of Ni Una Menos. Tell me a little bit more about the specific cultural issues that you face in this region. The problem is an education that is based that uh, women are objects uh, that can be uh, used to reproduce humanity uh, or used for consuming. The roots are in the education and in the culture. France Press reported in November last year that 24 of the 33 countries in Latin America and the Caribbean have laws against domestic violence. While some states modified their laws to include a specific type of crime referring to the murder of women under the name of femicide or feminicide, others included aggravated homicide for gender-related reasons. Such is the case in Argentina, where this kind of crime is punished from 30 years to life in prison. DW talked to Argentinian state prosecutor Monica Guñarro. Femicide is more than simple murder. It's murder with a specific intent to kill a woman after a long period of denigration, humiliation, physical abuse and mistreatment. The perpetrator dominates a woman's life for years and then takes it upon himself to decide whether she should live or die. Passing the legislation and understanding that femicides are hate crimes already contributes to opening a space for discussion and creates awareness, says Adriana Quiñones, UN Women's Country representative in Guatemala. However, efforts should be also put in prevention and education also in training the police on how to identify domestic violence cases that can end up in femicide and act before the worst has already happened. Honduras is a tropical land littered with churches, yet even under the ever-watchful eye of the Virgin Mary, women here are under attack. That was part of a documentary ABC did in Honduras in 2017. Femicide in the Central America country became very evident last year when Maria Jose Alvarado, Miss Honduras, and her sister were shot to death by the latter's boyfriend. At only 19, her murder occurred only a few days before she was going to take her first flight ever to London to compete for the Miss World title. Her case turned to international headlines showing a common reality that most people don't pay attention to on a daily basis. On January 25, 1955, Honduran women won the right to vote and engage in political activity in the country. That day is commemorated every year as the National Women's Day. This time, over 20 women's rights organizations used the day to condemn violence against women and the state's inaction. According to them, over 5,000 women have been murdered between 2003 and 2017, and the impunity rate for femicide and sexual violence cases exceeds 95%, published Telesur. This was Cecia Regis and Jacinta Molina's report on gender violence and femicide in Latin America. And the current situation in Honduras shows how, despite growing activism and even changes in the legislation, there is still a lot to do to really fight femicide. To dig deeper into this, Cecia Regis is here with me in the studio to interview Brenia Seithuno in order to have a local perspective on how femicide is perceived in Honduras. Hi, Ceci, and Brenny, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you, Mario, and thank you, Brenny. Brenny is a journalist and a Mundus student from California, but her parents and sisters are from Honduras. She actually discussed the topic a lot with her older sister, Marie Laurie, before coming to talk to us. 
And so I'm going to ask you, um, Honduras has one of the highest rates in femicide, but also in other kinds of violent acts. So do you think that the murder of women are, is treated any different from the rest? Do you feel that people have perceived violence like in a normalized way now? Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems in Honduras as far as uh, recognizing femicide because uh, because there's so much violence due to um, the gang violence and also corruption, um, people just kind of have this, um, yeah, compassion fatigue almost when it comes to any kind of violence. And so when it comes to femicide specifically, they just kind of pass it off as like, oh, here's just another, you know, um, example of just like how awful this country could be in regards to human uh, dignity. And uh, so have women in Honduras uh, organized any movements or demonstrations to fight for their rights? Um, there's organizations um, very specifically in the two biggest cities, Tegucigalpa and San Pedro Sula. Um, but the problem is that the, this this issue of femicide is very strong in the more more in the rural areas. And there's usually a lot of poverty in those areas and lack of resources. And so... Even though there's organizations in the cities, um, the women who might need these uh, resources most um, don't really have the, the means to, to go to the city or to even go and, and seek help. And that also goes for kind of the judicial process of trying to, um, you know, seek the police, uh, the police investigation for, for any kind of domestic violence or anything like that. Uh, one of the problems in many other Latin American countries is that women actually don't report the domestic violence to the police, so sometimes they can only act when it's too late. Is that a, also the case in Honduras? Yeah, definitely. Um, so like I said, there's really, uh, there's a, obviously there are laws and there's a judicial process, but it's very easy for a man to just kind of pay the bell and then come out. And then the woman also, because of the poverty issues that the country suffers, it, it they, they feel like they don't have any other resource but to go back with their spouse or, or partner or whoever is committing the, the violence. And so they, there's a lot of um, kind of this, this feeling of... of n lack of self-worth when it comes to women, and this is one of the biggest problems, I think, that Andres has as far as women's rights go. And what has the government uh, done regarding femicide? What are the actions taken so far? Um, well, that actually was a really interesting question that I directed to my sister um, specifically. And, and basically, the government right now has is having, I mean, we have a, a lot of problems with the government there. Um, generally, but they're having a lot of issues or, or they're really finding it really useful for them to use um, the gangsters, the, the issue of gang members in Honduras as a scapegoat for all the violence. So they really rather focus on that than actual femicide. And, and again, this is something that the country really needs to address. And just to finish, um, do you think that the numbers are likely to change in the next few years regarding femicide? Unfortunately, I don't think, um, I don't think that to be the, the reality. Well, Brenny, thank you very much. We were talking to Brenny Aceituno, journalist from California with Honduran family, giving a local perspective on how femicide is perceived in Honduras. Okay, and the Slow News will be back in two weeks to shed light on a more underreported topic uh, in the globe. Thank you very much. Planet Mundus, 